Today on the Youth Ministry Cafe podcast, we're discussing doing ministry during social distancing and what Bob Iger, former CEO of Disney, has to do with our youth ministry strategy during COVID-19. Welcome to the Youth Ministry Cafe podcast. My name is Derek. So glad you joined me today. Well, this is episode three, and I did not plan on this being the topic so early on, something like this being the topic so early on in the Youth Ministry Cafe podcast. But I felt like I'd be remiss if I didn't tackle this topic, this subject, because what um, currently I find myself in and youth ministries and pastors across uh, the world are finding themselves in, I don't know what time you're listening to this. Uh, I pray that this COVID-19 social distancing stuff is long gone by the time you're listening to this, but I still feel like creativity uh, needs to be shared, ideas need to be shared, and um, we may still be doing in the midst of this social distancing while you're listening to this. And so I wanted to share just kind of uh, my thinking through this uh, and uh, some strategies that we've implemented in our youth ministry and uh, just some ideas of how we have done ministry. There's so I love how during this time it shows how youth ministry is such a collective uh, that shares ideas, and uh, how you know you keep hearing during COVID nineteen. Uh, that we're all in this together. In youth ministry, we've always said that. We're in this together, and so we've been sharing ideas. And this is, as I've said before, me simply sharing uh, ideas. And um, I'm not an expert in this, but you know, during especially COVID-19, no one is an expert in this because none of us have been here before. None of us has done ministry like this before, meaning like in the midst of this type of situation we find ourselves in. And so we need to share ideas. We need to encourage each other. And so this is me simply sharing. This has been my strategy. This has been my thinking. And uh, and by me, I mean uh, our whole team uh, here in my youth ministry context. And uh, here's some ways that we've done ministry. That's uh, some of it's worked, some of it hasn't. Some of it, um, we're not sure because it's hard to tabulate some of it um, in, in our context that we're in. When thinking about um, you know, uh, doing ministry during social distancing. This is such a unique time. And, and what has helped my thinking um, has been some very wise people who've said, you know, it's helpful to see the church right now as a scattered church. You know, if you look in, in a lot of the uh, epistles in the New Testament, it, it's written to a, to a church that is scattered, right? And uh, they're scattered across for many different reasons. And we are scattered, but yet we're still united together because of Christ that unites us. And, um, you know, it's okay. You know, the first century church went through this and revival happened. You know, this Holy Spirit moved, the church grew. And I believe that is still uh, what God wants to do today. And one thing I'm thinking about with the scattered church is that when you you look at the first century church, you know, the leaders of the church utilized letters and communication, and uh, they used clear communication with the tools that they had of their day. And I think that's very important for us today that um, we use the tools that are available. I know communication, we have so many ways to do it today, and it seems harder than ever to communicate. 
um, for people to actually hear it, you know, because everyone has their preferred way and they're just so overwhelmed with, with information that they tend to tune out, I think, especially teenagers. But, you know, clear communication is so vital, I've seen during this time. Having this is how we communicate and clear instructions or clear details uh, has been so vital um, during this time of being a scattered church. It's been helpful for me to think through this time as a time of grieving. Again, there was, this was a, a pastor, pastor friend of mine who uh, shared this, that we need to help our families, our students grieve and go through the steps of grief. And you've seen that, right? You've seen people during this, they, uh, they didn't want to accept it at first that this is the reality, that this is legit and this is happening. And then, uh, you know, fears in there, bargaining, all that stuff. I'm not going to go through the whole list, but you know the steps of grief. And that's been helpful saying, okay, how can we help students and families uh, go through this time of grief, help them mourn? Uh, this is a, you know, mourning is an important thing to do. And how can we help them do that? And um, I've also seen this as an opportunity for us to be creative. You know, times like these gives us, an, gives us an opportunity to be creative and focus on the essentials of youth ministry. Really bear, take it down to the bare bones. What's essential? You know, we keep hearing that uh, essential and non-essential. Well, I think that's a healthy thing to do in our ministries. Think through what are the essentials and uh, gives us a chance to be creative and focus on those things. And it's also given me a chance to uh, focus on priorities during this unique time. Now, we have priorities as a youth ministry. We have uh, modes of ministry and models, but a lot of that is, uh, it, it has to be at least adapted, and some of it for this time period thrown out, right? And so what are our, our priorities? And so um, I actually stole our three priorities that we're going by in our youth ministry context. Um, right when this was all happening and things were starting to get canceled, we saw that uh, we were going to have to do ministry a little differently, at least for the time being. And, you know, everyone was scrambling and, and figuring out Zoom or YouTube or Facebook Live and all kinds of different tools of ministry. Um, I just started into a book called The Ride of a Lifetime by Bob Iger. Um, Bob Iger uh, was president of ABC for years and then became CEO of Disney. And he served in that role right uh, up until recently. This guy, he's the reason Disney owns like most of the entertainment world, like Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Fox. I mean, if you have Disney Plus, which, man, that's been a godsend during quarantining, right? Um, you know, you see, man, Disney owns all this, my goodness, and creating all these uh, dynamic, uh, you know, movies, TV shows and different things. Well, he's the reason for that. That happened under his leadership. You know, when he took over, though, in 2005 as CEO of Disney, if you remember, if you paid attention to all Disney, they were not in a great place. They had not been creating great content uh, for a few years. You know, they had some good stuff, but they weren't quite the level they had been or would be later. And he, when he took it over, uh, as I was reading this, I, he, 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 wrote, he writes about how he focused on, when he took over as CEO, three strategic priorities that he felt were important for Disney. And he followed these, uh, these priorities, these strategies, and that's really what helped them become who they are today. Now, as I'm reading these strategies, I'm just, of course, reading it through my own context of what's happening. And I go, man, this stuff, th this is good. I mean, tweaked a little bit. And this will be, this is what became our strategies for our youth ministry. And so I'm going to share them with you. And as always, you can find these notes. You'll find these strategies and some of my comments on it um, in the cafe notes. You can find the link in the description or go to youthministrycafe.com. You can find it there. 
Um, but in the description, definitely, of this podcast, you'll find cafe notes. Because as I said before, I know a lot of times you're listening to podcasts if you're like me while you're driving or doing other things and you don't have time to write things down. Well, I wrote them down for you. And uh, But here they are. Bob Iger's three strategic priorities for Disney. When he took it over, he said, we need to create focus on creating quality content. Because um, he said, you know, we hadn't been creating good uh, characters, good content for a few years. We need to create quality content. We need to embrace technology, not be afraid of it. And as a company, we need to become truly global. And what was happening was they had aspects of Disney all around the world, but they weren't really global in that they hadn't really tapped into uh, the cultures that they were in, and they hadn't really unified as a company across the globe. So really what he was talking about was we need to become more unified as a company. So I'm thinking about these and I'm thinking it through our context and, you know, I'm thinking, yeah, that's exactly what we need to focus on during COVID-19, during social distancing. These are going to be our three priorities. We want to create quality content. Now, by quality, I don't mean quantity. You know, I, I noticed a lot of youth ministries, especially when um, they were uh, kind of newer in the positions, they felt like this anxiety have to be seen doing my job, you know, so just putting all this content out there and people got kind of overwhelmed by it. I mean, quality, not quantity. Our children's director at our church has been saying, I don't want to add to the white noise. Families are overwhelmed. And that's so true. We want to create quality. And by quality, I don't mean flashy. And quality what it really means for us is giving our best and creating content with substance. It doesn't mean you have to have a big budget. Quality doesn't mean that. It means you give your best and, and has substance to it. Also, we want to embrace technology. It's interesting seeing the ministries that, uh, you know, this has just become a necessity during this time to embrace these tools. And I'm thankful for these tools uh, that we have. We all know that meeting via Zoom is not ideal, right? Face-to-face -face is so much better. But it doesn't do anyone any good to complain about it. And for us to ministry, minister during this unique time, we need to embrace new tools and ministry models. Embrace it. And also embrace what works in your context. Every uh, place is different of ministry. See what works. What is working in your ministry context? You know, is it Facebook? For my students, it absolutely is not. It's Instagram. And that's still not a silver bullet. There is no silver bullet out there of what works for everybody. But um, uh, YouTube has worked for us. I'll get to that in a moment for our, 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 uh, for our messages and kind of the, the, the youth service. And then Zoom has been the time to talk. And then uh, other means we use Instagram a lot for throughout the week, sharing and games and different things. But embrace technology. We need to do that during this time. And then lastly, become truly global. And how we translate this was um, our priority is to create new ways to be communal and help students stay connected in this new reality. Because I believe community is stronger than social distancing. It's stronger because of who unites us. And that's Christ Jesus right? And that is stronger than social distancing. So yeah, it sucks that we cannot be with our students in the same building together right now, but we can still be a community that supports, that encourages, that teaches, that uh, grows together, even in the midst of social distancing. So create quality content, embrace technology, and create new ways to be communal and help students stay connected in this new reality. Those are our three strategic priorities, adapted and stolen from Bob Iger, who'd have thought it, uh, but that's how what we're focusing on and kind of the lens that we're seeing ministry through right now.
So uh, let's talk about how we are doing ministry right now, kind of what it looks like, and how we're living out these three strategic priorities for us. They're going to overlap to each other, what they kind of go under, because we know in ministry and in, uh, in strategies, they kind of overlap each other, and I think that's a good thing. But um, let me just talk through a little bit what our ministry looks like. Um, first of all, under uh, this idea of creating quality content, we are doing uh, uh, Elevate Online. And Elevate's the name of our student ministry, and so we're just we're calling it Elevate Online. We create a lot of stuff to promote it, and um, we use YouTube for this. We record it ahead of time because that way it gives us a chance to have different aspects in it, different components, and also have students be uh, part of the content creators, and um, it's not just me on there, but they can send me stuff and also use other creative tools in that. So we record it ahead of time, edit it, and then we um, uh, premiere it on YouTube at 7 p.m. So we, if you don't know what this is, YouTube has this cool feature called Premiere Mode. So you can pre-record the video and then upload it and select it to premiere at a certain time. So we set it to premiere at 7 p.m. And at 7 p.m., it's a cool thing where like they, YouTube even puts in a countdown themselves to kind of add kind of this you know anticipation for it, and then it functions. As when it plays the first time as YouTube Live, like a live video. And so there's live chat that happens. And um, if you come in late, you kind of come a few minutes in. So it encourages, we found when we first did this, the first two weeks, we just uploaded a video and told kids to watch it. They missed, they didn't like not all watching it at the same time because there's something about live. And so this added that live feature to it. And then um, once it's done playing the first time, it's available just as regular video. And uh, so that's what we've been doing for our uh, kind of service. We keep it at 30 minutes because much past that for a video is kind of a little too long. We have many different elements in it. Um, and we try to uh, have different components in it. We've had students share their testimony because we had a series a while back uh, teaching them how to do that. And we were planning on doing that in our services. So that's been aspects of it. We've had video contests uh, where they can submit a funny video. Um, we've had students or adult sponsors do the prayer. So they just send me a video of that. We've had... Um, our, uh, one of our students uh, help lead worship. So we, we don't do that every week, but once in a while we'll add in one song and, and have that in just many other ways that we kind of help them see each other and add to be the content creators with us. And that adds to the communal uh, part of it. Um, so that ends roughly at 7.30, 7.35. And uh, then we have a Zoom uh, after party, we call it. So it's our Zoom after party. And that starts at 7.45. And we send that links out uh, to anybody, uh, any student wants to join. And that goes roughly till um, 8.30. And uh, that's just a time to connect, to uh, talk, and to um, uh, talk through the lesson. So it kind of serves as our small group time. We haven't done the whole split into other groups like we normally would, just because the numbers that we're getting, we found that, um, and also the conversations that are happening right now, how we're doing it, it works to do it all together. So uh, the priority of embracing technology, here are some of the platforms we've been using. Of course, Zoom. I feel like everybody's on Zoom right now. We don't use it for our services, but we use it for connecting. I also use Zoom for uh, connecting with our seniors. I found that our seniors weren't connecting with the after party or different things. And they are in such a unique place right now that I felt like they, are, uh, they need their own time. And so on Thursdays, we have a Zoom seniors only uh, hang out to discuss and talk because out of all of our high schoolers and middle schoolers that we minister to, uh, the kids who are 
impacted the most are, of course, our seniors right now. They, you know, one said, um, I didn't realize that I had my last day of school, like with my friends in the school. I wish I would have known that. They're missing these milestones. And man, that's a hard thing to deal with. And so having time for them to talk and uh, be there once a week has been helpful. Like I said, we use YouTube as a platform for uh, for. Um, our, our services. Instagram, we use Instagram a lot for promotion, also for giving uh, students a chance to interact um, uh, like with questions. We actually used it our first few weeks as the discussion questions before we started z using Zoom. And um, we use it for discussion questions during the episode uh, uh, of the service or during um, throughout the week. We've used it for games, um, using their stories feature and different things like that. Um, we use WordPress for our parents' blog, kind of the website. It's not just for parents, but that's just kind of a landing platform for um, our parents. It's elevateparents.org if you want to see an example of it. Um, and uh, the WordPress, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of, but it works. It's simple enough for us to get stuff up there fast. Um, some helpful tools that we've used is, um, I talked earlier about communication. I love slick text. It's slicktext.com, and this is to send mass text out. We send links this way to our YouTube. We send reminders. We send Zoom out. I mean, texting is the best way for us to communicate with them. We use other forms. Uh, we use our main three are texting, Instagram, and the parents blog, elevateparents.org. But texting has just really been the best one for us to get that out there. Um, Download Youth Ministry, of course, is creating, as they always do, great content, and they're continuing to create great content. And Sidekick, I'll be honest, I mean, well, I'll, I'm a huge DYM fan. I'm an author on there. I've been using them since their first few months, even in existence. I am the biggest fanboy of Download Youth Ministry, but it's been a while. It took me a while to kind of get on board with the whole Sidekick um, app, not because it's not great, but because you have to have internet to use it. And I don't like the unpredictability of that. And But I tell you what, in this arena of what we're in, Sidekick has been huge. We actually use it on Sunday mornings as well for the slides because you can have the preview feature and share just that screen. And it works so much better. We play games uh, using their Sidekick app uh, during Zoom. Um, uh, and there's some cool ones out there that the kids enjoyed. So we've been doing games and different things uh, through different forms. And so here's kind of a, a your Picasso moment, as we've been talking about, right? Picasso who said, you know, uh, uh, artists steal. These are ideas to steal. Um, they're not like revolutionary, but just here's some of the Picasso moments for today um, is games and game ideas uh, for the different platforms. For Instagram, we use the stories feature a lot um, for games and for interaction. They, you know, they have the question, the like, w w and you can pick multiple choice. Um, we use that for a trivia game. We use that one week. And so they interacted with that. We have done our own version of social distancing bingo. Uh, we're doing that actually the week I'm recording this. We're doing that right now. And just fun things that also are unique to our context. That's fun. Um, for the Zoom platform, as I said, we use the Sidekick app from Download Youth Ministry. You just got to be a gold member. It comes for free with it. And if you're not a gold member at DYM, I am not sponsored by Download Youth Ministry at all. Um, I'm an author on there and a member, but I am not sponsored. So uh, I'm saying this totally like, honestly, it is the best deal in youth ministry to have a gold member uh, uh, with them. Um, they have a, some cool games I've used is first to 10, uh, quarantine edition and bring me quarantine edition. The kids like that, um, for the YouTube platform, uh, during the service, we've done weekly video challenges and some of the challenges we've done is like, I give them like, okay, give us your best hand washing tutorial. 
let me be creative with that. I love giving students the chance to be creative and to be content creators and not just me creating the content, but us doing it communally together, creating content for the services. Um, another uh, challenge was I'm going crazy in quarantine. That was my favorite one. Oh, hilarious. One of the videos students made. Um, one week I kind of generalized and made it simpler, just said it just needs to be toilet paper themed. And then the last one, oh, I love that one because one did like a schmeagle, like my precious, you know, thing. And then another uh, two brothers did like an Indiana Jones and they switched out this toilet paper that was like, you know, like the beginning of Indiana Jones, uh, taking that idol off. And the, the idol was the toilet paper and they switched it out with a hand sanitizer. And it, so totally timely. It was really funny. And then uh, this last week we did uh, taking a road trip in your own house. And so love seeing the creativity. How we did prizes is one one time I just did um, for a couple of weeks, I dropped off bags of candy at their porch, you know, for them. Um, I've uh, one time I just had it was around Easter and I had uh, peeps, all those weird flavors of peeps mailed to their house from Amazon. Um, and then most recently I found, oh man, Sunday Cool, again, not sponsored by anybody, but Sunday Cool, we love them. So creative. They created two shirts in particular for this time. One is like uh, uh, a toilet paper shirt that you can cut into uh, you know, it gives instructions on the shirt, how to cut it into toilet paper. If you run out, hilarious. We gave out that one. And then another one has like praying hands with suds on it and says, wash your hands, you sinners, you know, that scripture. And so I wore it that week that we did the promo for it. And then um, I had whoever won the video contest had that mailed to their house. And uh, so that was kind of a bigger prize, but a cool guy there. And so we just, you know, had it mailed to their house and it's hilarious shirts. Um, and so for the last uh, strategy, create new ways to be communal, you've already heard um, kind of in the aspect ways that uh, in different aspects of the other strategies, ways that we're trying to be communal. Um, the big one I kept saying, and I want to say it again, have students be content creators with you. Um, we've had them share their stories during the prayer, leading worship, video challenge of the week, as I listed. That makes it more, uh, makes them less just consumers of it and viewers, but participants. And students love seeing um, themselves, uh, it sounds arrogant, but they do love seeing themselves and their friends on it. It grabs them in more, makes it feel like we're all in this together. Um, and uh, another way is, you know, I send encouraging cards out. Man, snail mail is is so uncommon that I think it it has a special place there. Send encouragement car uh, cards out. And also, one thing that's helped us stay communal is not just texting and calling students, but I've been calling parents and just saying, hey, how's your family? How are you doing? Anything we can do for you? That gives also a better view of how things are actually going because students can oftentimes just say, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Well, what's actually going on in your house? How are you guys doing? And that helps uh, with that. Well, that does it for today's episode. Don't forget to grab the cafe notes for this episode in the show description, or you can get them at youthministrycafe.com. If you have any questions you would like me to discuss or ideas for the show, you can email me at derek at youthministrycafe.com. Now, before I go, I want to leave you with this. In these uncertain times, may you trust the one who called you, the one who guides you, and the one who sustains you. And may you see this as an opportunity to be creative and to focus on the essentials of youth ministry. Until next time, God bless.